Hey folks, just popping in here to say if you like this episode of the podcast, please give it a like rating. And if you haven't already done so, please consider subscribing. We can be found on YouTube, BitChute, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Links are all in the description wherever you're tuning in from. And now, on with the show. for another week to kick that can around and entertain you. Are you not entertained? You should be already. With me, your Canadian Info Warrior, Destry McLean, and Mr. Savage Stir over there. Woo! Are you all ready to get down with the DMT? Let's get jiggy with it. You're going to live in a tank and be tied into this virtual world. There, by. <laughs> oh yeah, enough of that. That was yeah, the, the look, looking like a true skeet there, by. <laughs> Lord Thunder Jesus, me ducky. <laughs> yeah. Straight out of Mount Pearl. <laughs> or in, your, in your case, straight out of CVS. <laughs> yeah, straight out of CVS. <laughs> little inside noofy humor there for yeah. non noofies. All right. So, it's been a week. Tis. It's been and, a week, uh, all right. Been interesting. Yeah, we've had some stabbings here in town. We've had a lot of police activity. Was it uh, Tuesday night, I think? Some guy got stabbed up on Court Street and... Uh, me and one of the other drivers were hanging around at the stand and the cop came by and uh, was asking us if we'd seen the guy and of course we had and we gave him a better description of the guy than what he already had and told him where we saw him at and everything and then about three minutes later I see this red light up in the sky and I was like what the hell is that some kind of UFO and the, and it went straight up and then it started zipping around. I was like, holy shit. And then I could hear the little electric motor. It's like, that's their drone. They got a drone out searching for this guy. Holy shit. <laughs> and then they found him thanks to the other driver I was yapping with because uh, 
uh, Dan, he got a call to go to uh, pick up at the Shoreline Hotel. So he goes over there, which is just down the street from our stand. So he goes over there. Sure enough, it's the guy. So he doesn't let him in his car. He's like, screw you. He turns around. He goes down the street, finds a cop, and says he's down at the shoreline. Cops come and get him. <laughs> That's how it's done, uh, brother. That was my excitement Stop. for the week. When the drone, <laughs> it was funny. When the drone flew over us, I'm waving. I'm going, hi, mom. <laughs> the fucking thing stopped. Oh, God. Dan's like, oh, don't do that. He's going to stop and look at us, think we're trying to flag him down. And so I'm like, no, no. <laughs> and then it took I'm off again. <laughs> I'm, having, I'm having this fucking uh, mental image. Like, all of a sudden, a laser shoots out like War of yeah. the World. Bing. Bing, right in the headshot, melts you. <laughs> I eh, won't be doing that again. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, you thought that was funny, eh, kid? <laughs> Welcome to your post-dystopian reality, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, they finally yeah. paved my my street after all these weeks of uh, work replacing uh, our water pipes and whatnot. And yeah, just just yesterday they finally uh, paved my street over. Everything's back. Is normal. it fully paved, like top coat and all, or? Yeah, everything everything's paved. It's just well, specifically my street, not the the street facing the park. So they yeah. gotta fix fix that. They haven't done step. mine yet either. Mine still needs a top coat. They better hurry because we're getting into. You know, well, that's like, what we, happens. We, eh? they leave it so late, and then they wonder why the pavement breaks up in the winter. Duh! Yeah, you didn't leave you it long they, enough to cure. They could have done it back in the summer, and instead they wait till it's fall. And yeah, you know we're bo we're bordering on freezing temperatures at night now. Yeah. So then, of course, it cracks, and come springtime, they got to redo it. Yeah. Just um, fucking. Uh, that's how they keep themselves working. Yeah, yeah, that's a good scam these guys got. Yeah. And it's amazing yeah. that city council can't see through that shit. Uh, they, you know, just, of course, assuming that city council is innocent enough that they're not seeing through it and not just turning a blind eye. It wouldn't be like uh, our city council to be... Anyway. <laughs> it wouldn't be like our city council to be corrupt and be in bed with a, a certain handful of local contractors yeah. providing, providing them with steady work. Uh, yeah, that would never happen. Not around here. At the expense of the taxpayer. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's been an interesting week. Uh, why don't we uh, get things underway with uh, my usual rant about my favorite and your favorite topic, <laughs> this uh, pandemic, or as we call it, the scamdemic. Yeah. Because guess what, folks? It's just a flu. Ha, ha, ha. But uh, hey, here's if you don't believe me, with a 99.8% survival rate. Oh, it's crazy. So today went online, got the up-to-date COVID stats. So again, hey, YouTube, Google, whatever. Don't even think about censoring this because I'm not pulling well, this out think of the. about it. I'm yeah, because I'm not actually. You're... You're, you're right, they won't think about it, they'll just do it, because it's machines doing it, not people, so there's nobody actually thinking about it. What I, what I was getting at is, 
don't even think of censoring us considering these numbers are found via the internet off the actual World Health Organization website. Yeah. So let me shut, shut my phone off because I get these fucking morons that they know damn well when I'm starting the podcast and for whatever reason they either don't believe me or they're saboteurs. So, I have to, so if you morons are listening, knock it the fuck off. <laughs> yeah, like uh, you know what time I, I do this show. So uh, yeah, anyway, here we go. Uh, well, actually, we're an hour early today, so oh, okay. even if well, it is somebody that remembers what time you do the show, it, you know, could be forgivable because we're doing it early. That's the same fucking idiot as last time, so I'll leave it at that. Uh, oh. <laughs> COVID stats uh, worldwide cases just over 32 million as of today. Ooh, 32 million people wow. with the sniffles. That's a uh, lot of people, man. Yeah. wonder how many in uh, a regular... Uh, oh, wait. Seat. Compared to the global population of the world? Hmm. Yeah, the eight plus guess billion? guess maybe that's not really a lot. Was it seven, eight billion or whatever yeah. we're at? And, uh, yeah, out of these 32 million, most have recovered. And death-wise, you're looking at 980,000, the bulk of which are the average age of 80, pre-existing conditions, yada, yada, yada. The death rate, okay, so you divide the number of deaths by the number of confirmed cases. And for the world, we have a 99.97 survival rate. Yeah. Pretty good. Canada, of course, Canada being the... Uh, the ass-backwards communist uh, nation we aspire to be, our numbers aren't quite as good as far as the rate goes. We're sitting at a a moment. We're sitting at 99.94 or basically 0.06 death rate. Uh, Cases, 148,000. Deaths, 9,000. And once again, the majority are Elderly people, average age 80, and uh, pre-existing health conditions, yada, yada, yada. There's your uh, up-to-date COVID stats for all you cowardly sheep who are just deathly afraid, even though our hospitals sit half empty because no one dares go to the hospital for fear of being diagnosed with COVID when they go in for a broken arm. Yep. So... Because uh, nobody wants to have to quarantine for two weeks when they've got bills to pay. Yeah, over something that, uh, from everything I've read and seen online, pretty much the majority of us are going to catch this bug at some point because it's already around. If we haven't already and didn't know it. And, you know, as we've discussed previously, I felt that I had it for a week or two back in March. Yeah. But, uh yeah, that being said, that's the up-to-date stats. So all you fucking sheep out there, all you pussies, all you fear-mongering fake news media, all you uh, evil despot uh, politicians, uh, shame on you and uh, shame on these mask laws and shame on uh, you know shutting down so many businesses and ruining so many lives over something that 
you know, we never we never had this before with other viruses. You know, every flu season, the hospitals. I remember how many times I'd I'd have a bug and go to the doctor, and you know, the the, the waiting room would be packed and the hospitals would be yeah. packed. And now the hospitals are half empty because people don't even want to know if they've got it or not. They don't want to, you know, catch it by going there. So, yep. you know, way to, way to go. Uh, you guys have really ruined things. So now, uh, why is uh, why are Canada's numbers a little worse than other places? Do tell. Some, some other places? Lockdowns. Lockdowns are making it worse. And you don't need a study. All you got to do is look at the numbers. You look at Democratic states that have locked themselves down. Their numbers are higher than Republican states that haven't. You look at Canada where we've locked ourselves down. Our numbers are higher than the majority of other places that haven't. You look at Australia, New Zealand. Their numbers are higher than other places that haven't locked down. Lockdowns are making it worse. And I think you know, and actually Ben Shapiro uh, just this week did a breakdown of four major reasons why lockdowns are making things worse and should end right now. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I don't remember. I, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying Ben Shapiro did it. If people want to see that, they can go over to Ben Shapiro's channel and see four major reasons, you know, broken down with a little speech for each one. At the Daily Wire or his personal channel. Yeah, I think it was on his personal channel, Ben Shapiro. Well, I think he mirrors his show's episodes on both, so you could find them at either or. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, and, uh, you know, there's something to be said about the herd immunity uh, philosophy, because yeah. uh, the Netherlands... Well, that's the thing. They, you know, they, they tout all this herd immunity philosophy when... Uh, you try telling them when, when some anti-vaxxer comes up saying that vaccines are bad, they tout the herd immunity bullshit. But now all of a sudden, well, it's not bullshit, it's true. But now all of a sudden when we have this thing locking us down and everything and, and shutting down our entire economy and that, no, no, herd immunity, no, no, that doesn't work yet. And then all they got to do is look at the countries like the Netherlands and Sweden, uh, amongst others that where didn't, they haven't locked down you know and and they didn't shut their businesses down their their you know their coffee shops and restaurants remain yep. open and i seen a news story of even you know the schools reopened and teach you know no one was wearing masks in the classroom and the yeah. teach, teachers hovering over the desk talking to the student and yeah and yeah just you know, normal they had, you know, they had a slight uptick in uh, number of cases, but the death rate was minuscule. And again, uh, the, the ones that were dying, vast majority were, you know, severe pre-existing. Elderly uh, and infirm. So there you go. Like, uh, basically, this is just a, it's, it's a nasty cold flu, whatever you want to call it. It's a nasty virus. Yeah. They might kick the shit out of you for a week. But you're you know, there are two tops, but you're gonna get over it. Yeah. And uh, and, and, and we the never flu, the flu kills just as many old people every year. You know, this is yeah, like just every... another flu. That's why it's called that. That's why they listed it as COVID nineteen. It's the nineteenth version of the coronavirus that we've found. What's a coronavirus? It's the damn flu. 
Yeah, and, and like, uh, like, for instance, here in, uh, I've been so frustrated, like, well, we, we complain all the time about our idiot Liberal Party uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, but here in Ontario, we've been outright betrayed by the provincial conservative government uh, of Doug Ford. Yeah. I, I, you know, months ago, I was at least optimistic of a, of a fiscal recovery for Ontario because of his election, but he's gone full globalist, full, uh, you know, full New World Order shill, you know, and he's right in Trudeau's back pocket for some reason. Yeah. And he's th threatening lockdowns and $10,000 fines for not wearing masks and just all kinds of ridiculous shit. Well, did you see Rebel News reporting on that recently? No, uh, no. From uh, Queen's Park in Ontario. Uh, in, in uh, I, I can't remember if it was Ottawa or Toronto, Queen's Park. But... Uh, there's protesters there calling themselves Yahoo Nation because of when Ford called them all a bunch of Yahoos. Perfect. <laughs> and they're all out there, none of them wearing masks, and there's more than 25 of them, well more than 25 of them. And the organizer even identified herself and basically said, come and give me a $10,000 fine. Go for it. Not yeah, most... a cop in sight. And, and so many people are out of work anyways because of these shutdowns. Where the hell does he think he's going to get the money from these people for those fines? That's right. You've already financially devastated some of these people, and that's the reason why they're out there protesting. Where are they going to come up with ten grand for a fine? And that fine would be thrown out of court anyway because here's another thing that David Menzies pointed out. Uh, actually, a person David was interviewing pointed this out, is that this lockdown or the, the, the Emergency Measures Act is subject to the Canadian Civil Liberties Act or the Civil Rights Act, okay? Which means the Emergency Measures Act cannot contravene the Civil Rights Act. Oh, I heard so something. A lot of these emergency measures that they're taking are actually in violation of our civil rights. And that's why there are civil liberties lawyers lining up to take these cases. Yeah, because there was a rumor, uh, I don't know if I seen it on my Instagram or Twitter, but there was a rumor that someone had sued the government successfully and that they were keeping the verdict hush hush because, yeah. you know, and it, 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 it had. I don't know if this was true or not, but the rumor was this person had defeated the mask order yeah. in this particular region, and that if it was taken down there, that they could use that case to get rid of it everywhere else. Yeah. So they're be being hush hush about that. Well, and the yeah. thing is, what this what this person was pointing out is, uh, it's right in the very first paragraph of the Emergency Measures Act that this act cannot or this act is subject to the civil rights act and as when as we've discussed before Therefore, like i can't I, contravene it i i truly believe that this is a new world order globalist plan to crush the middle class economy and to crush small business because there's a certain number of corporations you know that that want to run everything that's why like if 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 all the if all these lockdowns and quarantines continue or tire tighten up even more, the only places you'll be able to shop 
are the same, you know, handful of box store businesses. Yeah. The Walmarts, Just a Targets, of the big ones. You know, the Targets, Costco's, Walmarts, etc., and then Home Depots, and then restaurant-wise, you only be able to go to the same, you know, handful of chain restaurants. Yeah. But every small independent business, every freaking, uh, you know, locally owned, these people are getting financially ruined and it's it's all part of the grand plan siphon off all the wealth and make it go upward to the top of the pyramid yep and and kill off the middle class well and it's a perfect plan because we all know how solid a structure a pyramid is yeah i mean that's just the best way to do it you know the only thing better is a dome Don't. Sorry, I was watching J.P. Sears last night. His sarcasm is high. (laughs) I thought for a second we were getting into the flat earth stuff, but we'll leave that to Eddie Bravo, eh? Uh, Speaking of Ezra Levant... You ever watched uh, J.P. Sears, by the way? You know who that is? That's uh, If you've ever seen him, he looks like your classic liberal, and he's got long, flowing, orangish red hair, but everything that he does is totally sarcastic and he is definitely not a liberal. <laughs> well, it's like there's this comedian named Ryan Long. He's starting to be a hit in the States. He has a YouTube channel called Ryan Long, Canadian comedian. But uh, he comes across as very, uh, you know, like, like Canadian a very... Comedian, Canadian comedian, Canadian comedian, Canadian comedian, Canadian comedian. Wow, I did it five times. <laughs> okay, it's out of your system. No, uh, so anyway, this Ryan Long, his whole deal, like he comes off like this real <clears throat> feminine, uh, gay, liberal kind of like the demeanor, but yet you watch his videos and he's very based and red pilled, and and he his comedy makes fun of leftists and they're their hypocrisy and stupidity and and he's he's been on uh you know the legion of skanks lewis j gomez uh has had him on his podcast the real ass podcast it's been a guest multiple times on our good friends uh revenge of the sis and day wave and night wave radio i can check him out if you get a chance folks ryan long on youtube does all these parody videos that uh, there's a really good one of him and a friend of his where one's portraying the alt-left and the other one's portraying the alt-right, and they basically they're so far in their direction that they, they actually agree on certain things, and they hmm. tie in in a comical way how, they, how they're quite similar, and it's hysterical. I don't want to give the whole bit away, but you got to watch... Go to Ryan Long's YouTube channel. Speaking of uh, hysterical, have you seen the... Uh couple of tiktok videos of people just absolutely losing their shit because ruth bader ginsburg died oh that one of the woman in her car yeah just screaming and shaking oh my god what a freak out that was possessed by the devil just because this, <laughs> this old old broad fucking judge kicks the bucket like yeah well you know um i can't remember now if it was uh ben shapiro or michael knowles who uh, pointed out that, uh, in a way, she's kind of right when she says that, when when she said Ruth only had to survive until 2021, 
you know, and I think it was Ben. And he says, you know, in a way you're, you're kind of right in that she was kind of selfish because really she should have known that her time was coming. She was getting very feeble and everything. If she didn't want Trump to be able to replace her seat, she should have retired before Trump was elected. Oh, there's a one way of looking at it. Yeah. Here, uh, you were just talking uh, before about Rebel News. Uh, yeah, they're, speaking of Rebel News, uh, their uh, founder Ezra Levant uh, found this on Twitter. He he uh, basically accuses the National Post, probably the closest thing Canada has outside of Sun News, to being a conservative media. Uh, he, conf- he accuses them of uh, basically putting out milk toast articles about O'Toole and the Conservatives, as well as shitting on Trump while not doing anything coverage-wise in the way of Trudeau and, and calling out Trudeau for a lot of his gaffes. And he noted that uh, the National Post, which I follow, I follow a lot of National Post articles, uh, he, he said that... Uh, as part of Trudeau's slush fund to the media, you know, we knew that CBC, CTV, Global have been receiving kickbacks, in particular the CBC, which is a crown corporation, you know, Canada's subsidized media. Yep. But apparently, apparently the National Post is receiving to the tune of $140,000 per week from the Trudeau big uh, Trudeau Media Bailout Fund. Levant noted that National Post has been putting up negative articles about Trump recently, hardly mentioning Trudeau. And uh, I wonder and, why. Yeah, and giving milk toast coverage of O'Toole and the Canadian Conservative Party. And the National Post is supposed to be uh, somewhat of a conservative publication. Yeah. I believe its original owner was Conrad Black, who was oh, very yeah. conservative. Very conservative. Uh, I remember him. Yeah, and and at this point, you know, the only uh, conservative media really left in Canada, you got Rebel News, obviously, uh, Canada Poly, uh, and True North News. Now, in Canada, other words, none of the big ones. Yeah, they're all small independents. You know, Rebel gets accused of grifting and, and whatnot, but... It's their way of self-funding, having all these. Yeah, you know, they, they have to. And then with Canada Poly, they don't have Trude- the big bailouts from the government. You know, and then Canada Poly—that's Poly P O L I. Canada Poly and True North, they're a pair of YouTube channels, and I believe they're uh, websites as well. But uh, same thing: small budget, independent media. Other than that, like all all our mainstream Canadian media. You know, CTV, CBC, Global, you know, it's painful to watch these uh, nowadays because it's as bad as watching uh, CNN now where all you you hear is, Orange Man bad, Orange Man bad, Trudeau great, Trudeau great. And it's like, what are these people smoking? (laughs) You know, and now hearing that, you know, National Post, uh, you know, a site that I've used and I've, I've got their app, and uh, you know it was traditionally, if not conservative, at least centrist in its politics. 
now, uh, you know, I had noticed that I've been getting nearly as much useful articles from it lately. And here's Ezra Levant calling them out 140. If someone was paying me 140 grand a week, I might turn to blind eye myself. What about you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I might. That's a big chunk of change. Big chunk of change. Uh, yeah, eh, speaking of selling out, there's a lot of people that uh, are getting on Joe Rogan's case lately, saying yeah. that, that he's he's taken the, taken the plunge into uh, sellout waters. Uh, we've discussed previously how a number of his episodes from his archives were... Uh, were taken down by Spotify. Of course, yeah. most no, most notably the Alex Jones episodes. Uh, Proud Boys founder Gavin McInnes. I was just going to say Gavin McInnes is one. Yeah. Milo episodes. Yeah. Uh, Basically, you know, the, the controversial conservatives. Well, you know, and then, and then, uh, you know, he he recently had one of his new episodes taken down. I'm trying to remember which one it was, but uh, there's a story going around that, uh, you know, with all these recent attacks on him in the media, like you have Alyssa Milano, this, this has been garbage actress, but why did Joe Rogan have more views than me? (laughs) But she's so big in the political activism scene. She's been attacking him on Twitter. Yeah. You have, you have these old hags from uh, the ABC talk show, The View. Yeah, you've got, you've got uh, all these Me Too uh, uh, cases cropping up left and right on all his friends, like Brian Callen, Chris D'Elia, etc. And it I seems was a like, fan of Whoopi Goldberg as an actress until I saw her on The View. That kind of did it in for me. Well, and what's funny is how hypocritical she is because. She she's dated, uh, you know. I don't know if she's bisexual or what her deal is, but I know she dated men previously, and she dated the actor Ted Danson. Yeah. And there there was a big scandal years ago when, for some sort of costume party, he went in blackface, and she was with him, you know, this black woman, and so she got called out on the carpet over that many years ago. And people have kind of conveniently forgotten about yeah. about that, you know. And uh, you know, and her and that that fucking old hag Joy Behar talking mm. all this shit about Joe Rogan, you know. And uh, this Sonny Haston, this nobody on the panel, saying that Rogan's a, uh, you know, this alt right uh, sexist Nazi, whatever. Like, yeah. I, have you not watched this show, you dummy? Like, uh, no, they haven't. <laughs> just they're, they're just going by the by the buzz. But you know, he's he's got over fifteen hundred episodes in the can, and apparently Spotify has removed a hundred of them, and uh, it's gotten so bad. Uh, I'm trying to remember which podcast I was watching, but they discussed how. It might have been on Alex Jones, actually. Now that I think of it, it might have been on Alex Jones how he discussed that he's spoken to Rogan and that privately behind the scenes, Rogan is already regretting his decision, but the contracts are signed, the money's in the bank, what are you going to do? And apparently Spotify are having, there's leftists within Spotify that are having daily 
meetings trying to figure out how to sabotage Rogan and, yeah. and working behind the scenes to fuck him over. Oh, and by the way, I just remembered who it was that said that about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, that she should have retired. It was actually Stephen Crowder. Oh, Stephen Crowder. Okay. Yeah. That, that's yeah. why I was having a hard time remembering if it was Ben Shapiro or Michael Knowles, because my mind just couldn't picture Ben Shapiro having said it. I, you know, my memory just wasn't saying it was Ben Shapiro. So I was thinking, well, it must have been Michael Knowles because I've watched him recently too. But no, I just remembered it was Stephen Crowder. Yeah, well, and there's another one. He's uh, fighting tooth and nail to hang in there on oh, the yeah. YouTube, YouTube stratosphere. He has a full-time They, they took him down on his, uh, his live stream of uh, Joe Biden there what was it uh just last week i think it was yeah it was some sort they of town down his live stream yeah and they yeah, took was, down crowder's live stream because he was broadcasting that yeah and and you know he it's supposed to have fallen under the the fair use terms yeah he was doing commentary on it and satire transformative and and they took him down and uh you know he's been fighting with youtube for years you know that's why he has that whole mug club, and and know, it's always when he's when he's uh, doing some sort of parody or transformative video of the left. They never take yeah. him down for anything he says about Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, he's another one of these. You know, the one of the remaining dinosaurs of the, you know, of the the right wing or the conservative media, the content that could be found on YouTube. There's I think I, I might have texted you earlier this week to let you know that that uh, you know one of my favorite sources for a while on YouTube that breaking news nine eleven yeah you mentioned that they took their channel down and all their channel was wasn't it, they didn't comment one way or the other all they did was post videos that people sent in like people sending in random videos of crazy shit going on at these riots and protests and yeah. police interactions with people and you know any anything knows uh, newsworthy but there was no political commentary whatsoever it would just them posting these you know one minute two minute videos some videos only like 30 second clips but these were you know independent you know, maybe, you know, taken from cell phones and whatever that they, they got the video and put them up and, you know, viral videos. And uh, it's like, you know, they want to, they literally, you know, they want to paint the narrative one way or the other. And when faced with the truth, they just can't fucking handle it. And, yeah. uh, and it's incredible when you don't even have to comment on something. You just put up a video of something that's actually happening or has happened, and they're going to take that down, you know, and, and cite what? That it's, uh, you know... Oh, Promoting the, the, violence or something stupid like that. Yeah, and when they when they really can't figure out how to label it, they just say, oh, well, you know, you, they give some vague, oh, terms of service uh, violation. Yeah, they don't give you specifics. So, you know, and, we, and our channel... Our channel's taken a taken a beating, I, I think, in the shadow ban department. I've had a couple of subscribers uh, tell me that they were unsubscribed, only to have to re resubscribe. And we don't have many to begin with. Yeah. And 
and and then there's I think we've only got a couple dozen subscribers. <laughs> you know, like come on, and then and then with the like twenty six or something like that. And then with the view counts, it's so it's so hilarious because we catch them dead to rights. Yeah, yeah. You know, Timestamp photos. Okay, we're a few hours in, and there's like two hundred views right on. And then yeah. the next day, next day, it's like twelve. 12 nine like how how do you unwatch a video you know just like you know and we never get any dislikes i haven't seen any dislikes but they'll take away likes yeah so likes and then views get chopped off and it's like you know they could make a case for someone changing their mind and unliking the video but as far as views it's to my knowledge once a video has been clicked on and viewed it's been viewed and it's been counted well so especially how... if it's been viewed all the way through yeah like that's the other thing that youtube tries to make the case for is that not all of our views are actual full views but even that i don't buy it because your statistics tell you how much of your views were full views and it, we know what a sham sham this youtube is when you I know, can there's... go on the statistics page and I can see how many people actually watched the video all the way through and how many people only watched it for five minutes, how many people, you know, and I can see the percentage and then the overall view time basically is, you know, everybody that watched it, whether they watched it for five minutes or half an hour or all the way through, divided by the number of views gives you your actual average view time. It might turn out to be only 30 minutes when your average video is an hour and 20, but I can see that, you know. But when, you know, they're, they're trying to say that that's what they're taking away is those partial views. No, that that's supposed to be in my statistics. Yeah, and... You know, we know that there's, you know, it's been told on many other YouTubers' uh, channels how there are content creators out there that are friendly with with YouTube and they're able to purchase subscribers and purchase views. Yeah. You know, to, to, to falsify their numbers. And to me, that's a fucking shady, uh, just like with oh, Twitter. Oh, that's shady you, as hell. You know, and these people... Oh, I got a million Twitter followers. Well, yeah. actually, actually, only about half a million. I bought the other half million. Well, yeah. no, like either the you either you got the followers or you don't. What kind of shady bullshit is that? Yeah. So uh, you know these these social media companies like they're they're gonna get an ass kicking pretty soon. I I, I see it coming. Yeah. Where you know, oh, I, Android Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey, they're they're gonna be getting it soon. On, a, on another story here, uh, I got this one off the Gateway Pundit. Uh, apparently, uh, there was an incident in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, a uh, bunch of the, another riot situation, but uh, apparently uh, there's this scumbag prosecutor who brought charges against uh, an Omaha, Nebraska bar owner for killing a rioter who attacked him. And he killed the man in self-defense. And with all the the attention brought on him for uh, being charged with murdering this protester, he himself found protesters parked outside his home after. Of course, yeah. And it drove him to the point he couldn't take it anymore and he committed suicide. Oh, lovely. 
So this scumbag prosecutor, the full story, uh, prosecutor's name's Frederick D. Franklin. He holds a press conference after all of this and blames the man, man's suicide on him being a Trump supporter. So <laughs> figure, figure out the legit, the mental gymnastics there. Yeah. Uh, so he uh, he blame he blames Trump for the for the tweet when the looting starts the shooting starts well i think that was trump's way of saying if you guys push your luck you're going to get what you ask for exactly and what happened with this bar owner his name's Jake Gardner he uh he was uh he was ambushed outside his bar by rioters and looters after it was closed. And uh, he confronted the group because they were trashing his bar. And uh, he shot a man, James Sherlock, 22, but he shot him after he attacked Gardner's 70-year-old father who was with him, knocking him to the ground. This Gardner, uh, the, the shooter, 38 years old, a military vet, he had been uh, deployed to Iraq, had combat experience, knew what he was doing. And when he saw his father being assaulted, that was the last straw. Well, yeah. shot, the man, shot the man assaulting his father. Of course, the rest of the group, you know, they back off at that point knowing he means business. Yeah. But, but this is the guy who gets charged with murder, even mm. though it was clearly an act of self-preservation and defending his father's life. So, uh, yeah, so this prosecutor, Frederick D. Franklin, has him charged with murder while he was awaiting his case. He's holed up in his house. His house is surrounded by BLM and Antifa threatening him and his family. He's already suffering from PTSD from his deployment. He just had, had to deal with shooting someone that tried to kill his father or at least assault, assault his father. And, More PTSD uh, yeah. there. Yeah. So, but and here's this, you know, and no surprise, uh, Frederick D. Franklin, African American, the prosecutor, hmm. and no doubt pressure from the African community, BLM community. Of course. Don't be an Uncle Tom. Do yeah. what do what's right. Whitey killed one of ours. Let's get the payback. Yeah. So, yeah, so this prosecutor basically blames Trump, saying, oh, if it wasn't for the tweet, when the looting starts, the shooting starts, well, how about these people not loot and they won't get shot? Exactly. How about you don't come onto my property and threaten to do me harm or destroy my property and you get to live because then I won't have the need to protect myself and my property. I won't have the need to shoot your rioting ass. But no, he looks at it from a leftist perspective. Of course. So, yeah, the Gateway Pundit article, uh, it was uh, pretty detailed in this, uh, in this case. Uh, and we're hearing more and more about these uh, prosecutors that are closet leftists that have been bought off by... George Soros, and no surprise, most of these guys, most of these prosecutors, they reside in blue state sanctuaries. Of course, yeah. 
they're all part of this fucking sabotage uh, America program. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my question to you, like, if would you have done anything different if you were in Jake Gardner's predicament, being a bar owner, you're with your dad, you see people destroying your bar, you tell them to stop, they attack you, now they're physically attacking your elderly father, you happen to be a licensed gun owner, military experience, you know what to do, would you have done anything different? Not at all. <laughs> I rest my case. But, you know, who knows, maybe maybe the majority of you fucking sheep out there would just stand idly by and watch watch your elderly father get the shit kicked out of him and say, oh, we're sorry, we're sorry yeah. White guilt. We're sorry for being white. Yeah. Oh, you've been so hard done by. That's Never what the mind. BLM folks want, anyway. Yeah, you know, and there's no pleasing them because uh, it doesn't matter how many times you take the knee, how many freebies you give them, whatever reparations. It, it's all for naught because uh, really, this, you're white. this yeah, this whole thing's just a scam, and it's a scam. Uh, perpetrated by communists, globalists, shit disturbers like Soros and those types. So, you know, always pitting, uh, you know, middle class white against uh, against black and then uh, the, the rich elite profit from the fucking turmoil. Go figure. Yeah. So uh, one of our favorites, Ben Shapiro in the Daily Wire, uh, Daily Wire report. I don't know if you heard about, uh, I found this case interesting, uh, or this story interesting. Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son. Yeah. Apparently, apparently he's received millions and millions of dollars for various grifts. Amongst them, he received reportedly $7 million from the wife of the former mayor of Moscow. Yeah. Lord knows what for. He sat on a board uh, for Ukrainian energy company Burisma, where he was paid millions of dollars there, wasn't qualified for the job. Still, no one knows what exactly what he did for them. And all the while hobnobbing with Russians and Ukrainians, some suggest he was spying for the Russians against the Ukraine. He was like acting, you know, like double agent and double dipping. Uh, there's sex trafficking rumors afloat. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's a big thing. Sex trafficking Ukrainian girls to Russia. And uh, there's been all sorts of shady allegations about Mr. Biden and, and his son. Uh, apparently, uh, all this was going on while... Joe Biden, his father, was the vice president of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Under President Obama. Under President Obama. And all the while was being guarded, you know, as part of, you know, he's the son of the vice president. He was being guarded by Secret Service officers. Yeah. Putting, putting them in an interesting predicament, seeing all this illegal activity going on. And, and here these guys have the gall and the nerve all the all these last few years of oh, Russia collusion Russia collusion yeah the orange man and all we see here is the son of the vice president neck deep 
and nothing but sordid uh, illegal activity yep. with Russia and Ukraine. So uh, all I got to say is uh, ironic. Yeah. Your Pot, thoughts. Meat kettle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of this? this that, fucking... That's exactly what I think of it. Pot, meat, kettle. <laughs> Hypocrisy at its best, isn't it? Yeah. That's like, why whatever. I always say they're all the same. Doesn't matter which fucking party it is, they're all the fucking same. So it's like, they're, it's, you notice whether it's the. Because Clinton... let's face it, Donald Trump's not exactly innocent, nor is his son. Yeah, and, and you know what's funny is. Or whatever... any of his sons, except the youngest one, Baron. <laughs> what, you, know, you notice that whatever one party is accused of, they accuse the opposite party of doing what they're, they're actually doing. Well, that, that's like the old saying goes, you know, not, not really a saying, but I mean the, the theory that uh, if your wife accuses you of cheating on her, she's probably cheating on you. That's self-guilt <laughs> that she's projecting. If you're accusing yeah. her of cheating on you, you're probably cheating on her. Yeah, it's like a great uh, tactic of deflection. Eh? Exactly. Yeah. Fuck it. I, it just, it just it never ceases to amaze me. So, <laughs> Jesus, we don't want to get caught with all this Russia stuff. Let's accuse Trump of some. You know, it's you like, know? Uh, it's like uh, the Democrats and CNN will going on and on about the, the Lolita Express. Oh, and tr look, here's a picture or a video of Trump hanging out with, with Epstein. And yeah. yet you look at flight logs, and it was Clinton who flew on that plane 27 yeah. times. And then you find out when you do a deep dive, oh, Trump knew Epstein, but he was the guy that barred Epstein from Mar-a-Lago yeah. because he, he was being a pervert to a young teenage girl at his resort, and he found it distasteful and yeah. had him thrown out of the resort. So these guys, they hobnob at parties and such, but... You know when the you know when the shit it, you know when you get down to the brass tacks of things, you see where people really stand. And uh, to me, if he was all buddy buddy, he wouldn't be throwing him out out of his resort and barring yeah. him. So now, mind you, know, you Trump's and, not innocent either. You know he was. Uh, oh, look, he married he married a, a, a hooker basically. Like, yeah. Well, and not only that, but I mean, look at his beauty pageants. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're just... talking about 13, 14, 15 year old girls here, and he's the judge of which one is the sexiest. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and his wife is the ultimate trophy wife because she, you know, say say what you will, but she was just a model from Slovenia, and yeah, you know, had they had nothing in common, age age difference huge, but she wanted the the money and the power. And he wanted her, and you know, it's a, you know, say what you will, it's a, you know, mutually convenient relationship, I suppose. Yeah. They seem, they seem to be happy with it, so whatever. But all this talk, uh, oh yeah, yeah, you know, look at Trump there, he hobnobbing with Epstein, uh, and then it's like, oh, but look who's really going to Lolita, riding the Lolita Express and yeah. going to Epstein Island. You know, it's these guys. The like, leftists you know, who are accusing Trump of it. Yeah, you know, it's it's this, like you say, this this tactic where <clears throat> to override their guilt, they accuse the accuser more or less, you know, yeah. or beat them, beat them to the punch. Yep. Uh, well, 
don't know if you saw this, uh, the Daily Caller, uh, this article, uh, Wells Fargo, one of the big banks, Wells Fargo CEO Charles Scharf, uh, I believe he's a member of the Small Hat tribe uh, from a certain country in the Middle East, uh, apparently got himself into some hot water having to apologize for insensitive comments, uh, racist comments, uh, BLM calling him out after uh, there was a barely leaked uh, comments from a recent board meeting where he complained that because uh, he wanted more diversity within the company hiring-wise and they just weren't able to come up with enough uh, recruits of color. So he, he said, oh, well, I guess there's a limited pool of black talent out there in banking. What can you do? So, so basically, I you was know, saying, yeah, not enough of these darkies smart enough to work <laughs> in a bank. And uh, that got him, got him in a little bit of hot water with the BLM. He could have worded it a little better. Worded it a little better, a little more. So, uh, yeah, so he got called out, so he had to apologize. But you know what's funny? You know, he works in banking. He's a member of a certain tribe, uh, and he's quite wealthy. I have a funny feeling he'll... He'll be just fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't see any long-term damage for no. the CEO of Wells Fargo. Worst case, he has to resign from the board and take his millions and millions in, uh, in, in his bailout or buy, payoff yeah. to disappear. So, boo-hoo! Retire to Lolita Island. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, I feel so, feel so bad for you. Well, not really. Uh, sorry. I'm just shifting around here. Let's see. Ah, every I'm looking. I got a few other stories, but you know what? They all just lead to the same place. Like fucking, and it's Friday. It's Friday. I don't feel like being negative. Uh, yeah. How about, how about we go go and take an early uh, early tour of uh, the Would You Rather? Uh, yeah, we're almost at the hour mark anyway, so that's yeah. fine. <laughs> We're a little shorter today. Last week was a, a, a much longer one. We almost did an hour and a half last week. So, you know. So let's, let's get into this. Uh, every week, for first-time viewers, listeners, we uh, we play this game, the Would You Rather game. Most of you have heard of it. We hope there's some first-time viewers. Yeah, yeah it would be nice. <laughs> it all depends on how bad it would be. Nice. Bad, you know, the shadow banning is, but... Uh, so this game we play, uh, I ask Canadian Info Warrior Destry McLean a series of questions. He has a choice between option A and option B. Neither one is necessarily the correct answer, and it's open to debate. It's all for shits and giggles, and really, whichever answer he picks, it's not necessarily going to be a great result either way. Yeah, just is what it is. And on that note... Mr. McLean. Would you rather continue your shitty life or win $5 million? Yeah, yeah. Well, not... you know, as shitty a choice as that is. <laughs> yeah, it's never that I think simple. I'm going to have to suffer with the $5 million. Yeah, it's, so, it's, yeah never... it's never anything good like that. <laughs> uh, it's never anything simple like that. So, uh, that being said, uh, are you ready for our Would You Rather game? Sure. Destry. 
Question number one. Would you rather A, have a completely automated home, you know, i.e. Siri, Alexa, that type of thing. Would you have a completely automated home or B, a self-driving car? I'd go for the automated home. I've actually always wanted to build something that's uh, fully automated and uh, I don't know, the self-driving car, I don't, A, I don't think I trust them enough yet. The, uh, the AI is not fully there yet. Even Elon Musk has said that. And B, I like driving anyway, so it wouldn't matter, you know. So yeah, and I'd go for A, the automated home. And while there, while there's, while there's some convenience to a self-driving car, I think uh, you know you and I are still of the, of the opinion that it's nice to have that freedom to control your vehicle. Yeah. And that, you know. Whereas a completely automated home, you can see there's so much convenience. Oh, yeah. You know, imagine you get up and you're, you're still laying in bed, but you want, it, you want the shower to be nice and hot. And from your bedroom, you're like, you know, you know Siri or Alexa, hot shower. Yep. You, know, you know, coffee, coffee maker, turn it on, you know, yep. like, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, yeah, I... I, I we're usually in sync, and once again, uh, I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, I would uh, prefer having a completely automated home, A, over uh, option B, a self-driving car. So, number one, uh, we're in agreement on. Yeah. Question number two. Would you rather, A, be an amazing artist, like world-class brilliant artist or B be a renowned brilliant scientist hmm I think I'd probably go for B I've never been the artsy type so uh, I think being a renowned scientist would be kind of cool interesting hmm Never but had artistic you, tendencies at all. I can't draw worth a shit, you know, stuff like that. So, no. Yeah, I think for me, the only thing I could see with being an amazing artist is, uh, you know, be a great way for picking up chicks, you know, doing their portraits and, you know, they see they Yeah, see but you being all, a renowned scientist can get you that too if you play your cards right. <laughs> well, I was gonna, well, I was just going to say, like, other, other than doing doing portraits or, you know, get some chicks seeing you do some nature painting outdoors, you know, big whoop. If that's the only, only thing that's great about being an amazing artist, you know, uh, I, I don't see, I don't see the, you know, I'll be Bill at, Nye the science guy instead of Bob Ross, you know, <laughs> yeah. like Bob Ross had, had quite the cult following and, uh, did some amazing art, but it, uh, I don't think he got laid all that often. Yeah. So. Uh, whereas, you know, you look at Elon Musk and, uh, you know, other inventors or scientists, the brilliant yeah. people, you know, they, with, with great knowledge comes great power. And, uh, and with great and power with, comes great responsibility. <laughs> and with that, it attracts a lot of thirsty pussy. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, Elon. Elon's had some dime piece chicks in the past. Uh, that that uh, Johnny Depp's ex. I was with him for a spell. Yeah. Uh, I believe he's married to some Canadian singer now. That Elon, he, or at least he had a kid with uh, this some Canadian uh, singer. Fuck, I forget her name there. I don't know. <laughs> Canadian entertainer, and even us Canadians, we don't even recognize half our entertainers. Yeah. Uh, question number three. Oh, so yeah, I was going to say I agree with you. I'd rather be a brilliant scientist and come up with stuff that's uh, of a practical nature. Yeah. You know, do some good for the world. So number three, would you rather A, have unlimited sushi for the rest of your life or B, unlimited tacos for the rest of your life? Oh, tacos, I'm down. <laughs> You're back for the tacos, eh? I like them both, but you know. Can't give up the tacos. Well, you notice that I kind of targeted this question for you because yeah. I've, you know, I've seen I, you. I eat. would probably modify it slightly if I could and go with burritos, but still. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I've seen you seen you eat the, you know, the Mexican fare and the sushi fare, and I thought, well, which one would he? Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> was given the option. Which one would he? Now, myself personally, you know. Uh, I don't mind fish, but I like like fried fish, like whether yeah. it's fish, fish and chips or uh, or fish tacos dinner. Yeah, like classic fish and chips dinner, shellfish, that kind of stuff, like crab, lobster, shrimp. But as far as sushi, I could take it or leave it. It's all yeah. right. But tacos, yeah, nice I could never thick slab of haddock and some good beer batter. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> But, some know, mushy I'm, peas I'm, and some homemade chips. Hey, now you know you're. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's it's some the tartar sushi sauce. Now see, if that was the option rather than sushi, then <laughs> yeah. the that would be a tougher choice. Then you're appealing to my inner Scotsman. Jigs dinner there. for the rest of your life, or <laughs> yeah, Jigs dinner, or yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I would have to agree with you. Uh, B, unlimited tacos for life. That would be uh, rather tasty, and it's hard to get sick of that. Yeah. I haven't yet. No. I I order taco time like every second weekend, and I ain't sick of it yet. (laughs) Oh, and you look at how many... There's a lot more fucking taco trucks out there in the world than... Sushi trucks or yep. sushi stands, if you and know I mean. Mexican food as as far as junk food goes, Mexican food is healthier than most other junk food choices. Yeah, I mean you're you're looking at like you know the salsa, the, you know the the vegetables, the lettuce, the uh, not know, the just that, that, but a lot less fat in the meat and everything else. You know, you got corn chips instead of flour tortillas. Interesting. Yeah, or instead of a big heavy sub bun or something like that, you know. Yeah, I thought I thought this question uh, would you know, would appeal straight <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah, that was an easy choice. <laughs> okay, well, question number four: Would you rather a always be free of junk mail in your home mailbox, or 
be always be free of email spam for life uh, I think I'd probably go with B because it's easy enough to be free of junk mail in your home mailbox. You just put a sign up, you know, yeah. but you can't really do that with email. So, yeah. or, or, you know, like sometimes you know, I just let it, let it pile up and there's a good fire starter. Like you know, if, yeah. if, you, if, if you have a fireplace or you're, you're going out to the cabin there, there's some shit you could uh, light up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, it's so annoying to me, like, because I have, like, I've got a laptop, a phone, a tablet, got all these devices, and there's just, you're constantly having to delete all this fucking junk spam mail and yeah. stuff, and notifications, and it's like, and and you do your best to try and, you know, like, make sure you don't receive notifications for certain things, but if you're on stuff like Twitter or Instagram or whatever... You're constantly if you follow a lot of things like I do, yeah. You're not gonna you're gonna miss a few and you're gonna get hit with these fucking notifications and the spam and yeah. the Oh it's annoying to And all. there's always the promotions and stuff like that from every place you ever shopped at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's maddening. It's just Ugh. Right now I've been getting uh scam calls scam phone calls from a number a number in Sudbury for like the last week Me twice too. a day yeah at the block I blocked that number and then they hit me with an alternative number from that same same yeah. region to block that one and uh it's just ridiculous like they they got to do a better job policing this kind of stuff like especially uh you know, I don't know how it is in the states, but here in Canada, we get a lot of these Canada Revenue Agency scams. Yeah. Oh, uh, and it, it, it's it, and I I've I heard tried the IRS like, scams the same way too. But I tried telling my boomer relatives there and and, and uh, non uh, technology people there, I, I say, look, if you're getting uh, getting calls, you know, from you know, and it's not even from your area. You're getting these calls, and it's a, someone in a Pakistani accent or foreign accent, you know, telling you that you owe the government money. Yeah, just, it's a scam. Just, it's a scam. Just fucking hang up because Revenue if the government, Canada will never phone you. And if the government wants your money that bad, they'll send you the paperwork in the mail. That's right. Revenue Canada will never phone you. They'll send you a letter in the mail. You'll be and if notified. they want the money that bad, they'll send it registered mail. Yeah, so don't don't worry about that. If they want your money, they'll let you know the proper through the proper channels. Yeah, they won't they won't have someone that could barely speak English make veiled threats over a telephone to you, yeah. and then not even have your personal information. And yet, so they're asking you for your personal information. Yet they had your phone number. How did that work? Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't don't you have my file? Yeah, you know who you're talking to, don't you? Don't you know my address? Yep. Well, surely you know my address. You know my phone number. How did you get my phone number? No, it's all a scam, folks. So don't yep. even bother with that. A little bit of critical thinking goes a long way. It's amazing, eh? Like it just you know, if you put two plus two, it actually equals four. Although yep. the leftists now they'll have you believe it's five. Of course. But, uh, it's just more of that fucking you know. Mm brainwashing through the, the, the Marxist uh, university system like 
the more they muddy the waters and make things, uh, you know, I, I recommend watching the movie Idiocracy because yeah. I think that's, we're starting to get to that point where, you know, people are getting uh, a lot dumber and a lot less intelligent and it's this this programming that's going on in the schools combined yep. brainwashing through the media. It's a, it's a sad state of affairs. Independent thought, folks. Critical thinking. Uh, you know, look into it. You know, <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you, but yeah. being, being part of a cult and blindly following what some uh, moronic Marxist professor uh, tells you or, or what some paid-off uh, corporate media shill tells you on the boob tube, uh, you know, believing what they tell you, uh, you pretty much deserve your own enslavement if you're going to buy what they're selling. So <laughs> look, look into it. You know, there's this, this thing called the internet. You could look shit up and, yeah. uh, you know, fact checked a lot of things. Uh, I know I get into, I've had many, many heated arguments with relatives, uh, uh, particularly my father over uh, certain things because he'll hear something on uh, on the old CBC or whatever, or and he's like, oh, hey, uh, they never said anything about that. And I'm like, why would they? They're paid off by the government. Yeah. Why would they say anything derogatory about that? Well, where did you hear about this? Oh, I, you know, I went on the internet and, oh, yeah, yeah the YouTubes, hey, the YouTubes, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's reliable. Oh, I'm like, okay. But, you know, I just saw a video showing physical evidence and heard people saying the yeah. actual words. But, you know, it's all whatever, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I saw videos, saw documents, saw proof. But, you know, okay, well, we'll go with the narrative that some uh, corporate media shill, you know. And you all notice there's videos on YouTube that you should look up the – there's one showing how uh, with Fox News in the States, they'll take the same news story, there's an exact script, and you'll see whether it's in Wichita, Kansas, or this city, or this city, and the announcer is reading word for word, yeah. and it's the same with each and every commentator, yep. and then you realize there is no independence in the media, it's all scripted. Yep. So... Something to think about, but I can't, uh, you know, I can only help myself. I, I I can only take care of me, myself, and I, I can't can't help all these fucking sheep. I'd rather just, uh, it's hard enough being a lone wolf surrounded by sheep, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Then, then having to, you know, red pill and wake up so many stupid fucking people I'm surrounded by. Yeah. I don't know, I just, it's like, uh, there's nothing we could do about it. I, I think of it in hockey terms because I had this uncle who was a who was a hockey fan, and he used to say, uh, you know, you know, the game's rigged. The score, you know, the score is going to be what the score is going to be. Nothing you can do about it. You know, you're going to lose the game eventually. All you can do is while the clock's running, is keep on skating and keep your stick on the ice. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing. Is I'm just going to keep on skating, keep my stick on the ice, and just keep going forward. So. You know, you can't, uh, as, can't Red control Green, as Red Green tells us, keep your stick on the ice. I'm pulling for you. <laughs> Good old Red Green. Yeah. Do you ever watch that show Shit's Creek? No, I haven't. 
No, that's that uh, you know Eugene Levy and his son uh, Dan Levy. Okay. And Catherine O'Hara, the SCTV alumni, and uh, you know the, it's a Canadian-made show. Yeah. And it's it's gotten such a cult following in the states that they recently uh, I want to tip tip my hat to uh, Mr. Levy and his son and Catherine O'Hara. They they kicked ass at the Emmys. I believe they raked in. Was it six or eight Emmys? But they maybe you yeah, could. Yeah, uh, they did really well. Uh, look up real Jimmy quick, Kimmel. but I think I think Schitt's Creek uh, was the big winner at uh, at the Emmys. Eh? Yeah. And, unlike Jimmy Kimmel. Unlike Jimmy Kimmel, you know, is is there that a guy? Disastrous. That, fuck you know, It's it's so funny. Like this is the same Jimmy Kimmel who was one half of the illustrious Man Show. Yeah. with Adam Carolla and I look at Adam Carolla and Carolla is as based and red billed as they get and here's Jimmy Jimmy's just a mush just yeah. a fuck just a wet bag just a punching bag for these these globalists he they say jump he says how high yeah. he's, he's crying on every other show apologizing for everything what a, what a piece of and he's a very 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 orange man bad type of guy yeah and it's like uh you know I, i'm not i've said it before and i'll say it again you know i'm not uh you know i'm not part of the cult of the orange man but if i was living in the states and i had my choice between dementia joe creepy yeah. joe fucking uh the the globalists of the left versus uh, the nationalists of the of the right and the Republicans. The lesser of the two evils, I guess, would be the Republicans. Yeah. I know already I'll be getting some some shitty neocon uh, government that's going to be all about Wall Street, but at least I'll be gainfully employed and not have to worry about my house being lit on fire. Yeah. So I'll take the good with the bad, I suppose. The Democrats, uh, I don't know what's going on. They... I used to be the party of JFK, and now it seems to be the party of the KKK or, or yeah, something. They're, they're shitting their own pants, and they're eating their own. That's that's for sure. It's insanity. It's uh, just amazing like uh, how far they've gone and spiraled. But being up here in, in Kanakistan, you know, the Republic of Kanakistan, as I call it, uh, it should be any day now that Trudeau comes out of the closet and uh and and announces he's the bastard son of fidel castro yeah i i i put a tweet out there i'm sure i'll get suspended on twitter i haven't looked but uh i tweeted out that uh you know any day now trudeau is going to come out of the closet and announce he's the bastard son of fidel castro afterwards his uh, soon-to-be ex-wife sophie gregoire trudeau is going to announce she's pregnant with actor Idris Elba's baby, the same <laughs> Idris Elba who infected her with COVID-19 a few months back. So we'll, we'll see how long I last on Twitter after that controversial yeah. <laughs> controversial comment. But uh, it was just a prediction. I don't know it how to be dare true. dare you say such bad things about Heimdall. Yeah. <laughs> That's not real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that shit's creek. He's supposed not to be gonna real... let you into Valhalla or, or into uh, oh shit, 
what the hell, Asgard. <laughs> That's yeah, what I was trying to think of. He's not going to let you in there. No, no, no. Well, fucking, what a what a week it's been. I, 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 I I'm just looking forward to uh, the end of it there and uh, the start of the start of a weekend of R and R. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? To, what do you got on the on the plan for your weekend? Anything exciting? Not a whole hell of a lot. I might mow the lawn tomorrow, and that's about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming up to. I'm, I'm I already that, did my running around today. I think I think I might have one more lawn cutting left. The leaves have already fallen in my yard, so I usually judge it by well, once the leaves have fallen, fuck it. Yeah. But it, it was coming up on needing a cutting, so. Maybe one yeah, more cutting here. One more cutting for the season, and then call it a day. Because yeah. it's gonna come October. It's gonna be freezing at night anyway. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, my my weekend's gonna be about as exciting as uh, as can be expected from a twice divorced, uh, <laughs> broke, broke as fuck, fucking uh, bachelor with uh, mediocre uh, looks and charm as i have uh yeah it'll be a lot of a lot of sports and a lot of uh slovenly behavior this weekend <laughs> you're watching the boob tube and uh trying to detox my brain from what's been uh been a, just a trying week with all this nonsense yeah well i guess uh on that note we'll uh Caller quits this week, and uh, I'll let you throw out your usual shout out there. Yeah, well, uh, as as per usual, uh, my brother's become a fan of the podcast, so I better I better quickly. Uh, that's why I mentioned the the Shits Creek uh, Emmy uh, nominations. He's a he's a big fan of SCTV, so that one was for you, Jason Ross, uh, my brother. And uh, thanks for watching our show. And also shout out, as per usual, to my brother from another mother, uh, Todd Shuchuk, crazy alcoholic, uh, savage. Uh, he, one of these days I'll have to recount the story of, uh, of when I was living, uh, renting a room at a certain strip bar slash hotel uh, with the mother of my first child and uh, and how he and another friend of his drunkenly uh, paid me a visit in the middle yeah, of the night. Yeah, you told and, me that story. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go too well and uh, you know, I kind of felt bad about it after the fact, uh, but, uh, you know, what can you do? Uh, mm -hmm. Shout out to Todd Shuchuk. Also, uh, as per usual, shout out to our overlords and... Uh, masters at uh, uh, YouTube headquarters, CEO Susan Wojcicki, uh, the mistress of darkness, uh, the, the madam of censorship, the queen of uh, communism here at uh, YouTube Central. Uh, I'd just like to uh, wish you a lovely weekend and my, my offer still stands. Uh, Susan, I'd be more than happy to uh, in return, of course, for not shadow banning us and censoring our channel and unsubscribing our uh, subscribers. In return, if you let me eat your ass and give you uh, oral pleasure, then perhaps uh, you know we could work out a deal and uh, 
you could leave our channel the fuck alone. <laughs> um, thank God we're on other platforms like BitChute, uh, iTunes, Spotify, etc. Yeah, and, uh, links all in the description. And on that note, I guess uh, I guess that's it from uh, the great land of Kanakistan. Any shout-outs uh, from you, Holmes? No, I'd give a shout-out to, you know, my sisters or something like that, but they don't watch us, so too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be them, eh? Yeah. So I okay. guess that's about it for us. So uh, another week is in the can, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Have a great weekend, sheep.